Hi guys and gals, gals and guys, how are you? Hopefully you're having a good Sunday. I just got done watching a movie with my son um, and it actually inspired me for tonight's episode. Some of the things that I saw. So the movie that we watched was the new um, Dungeons and Dragons movie and it was really good. Like I highly recommend it. I'm not big into movies. It's been a long time prior to this year since I had seen a movie that I really enjoyed. Um, But this year I've seen the new Exorcist movie that I really liked, the new uh, Puss in Boots movie that I really liked, and then now the new Dungeons and Dragons movie I really like. So that's cool. And there was definitely some things that were talked about in the movie, some scenes that I could relate to, and I thought that they were great, that they were highly motivational. So um, there's three different ones. One of the things that he said is they were they were all going to give up, and he was like, you know what, I refuse to give up because if I stop failing, I'll fail. In that line itself, if I stop failing, I'll fail, you know, really spoke to me. And he goes on to say, like, if we quit today, everything about you in your past, everything that is written in stone in your past stays that way. It never changes, right? Your story ends. So you can't quit. You can't give up. Right? Because don't you want a better story for yourself? And the only way that you fail is actually to stop trying. If you give up and you walk away, if you stop failing, you fail. So that really, I felt that. I felt like it really tied into um, what we talked about yesterday um, when I was all upset (laughs) and in the tub about not giving up on myself. So another thing, the second thing that I saw in the Dungeons and Dragon movie that I want to talk about is um, you're always not able to do something until you can, until you do. Does that make sense? What I'm saying, like, think about everything in life, walking, talking, riding a bike, addition, subtraction, reading. Absolutely everything, driving a car, anything and everything that you've ever done or achieved in your life, at some point you couldn't do it. So he's trying to tell, you know, this young kid that he can be a powerful sorcerer. He just has to believe in himself because there's always been times, there's always been moments in your past where you couldn't do something until you could. But the way that... I took it the way that it was represented in my mind and reframed was why would you let that stop you then? Like, why would the fact that you can't do something be the excuse that you don't do something? Because you always can't do something until you can. So if there's something you want in life, 
a goal, a person that you want to be, you have to stay true to who you are. Don't let the fear of not being capable or the fear of failure hold you back. Because what you're doing by not trying is actually failing. You're bringing your failure to fruition because you're not even trying. So then the last thing that happened in the movie that I want to talk about is a scene where someone discovers that the only person that you're really fighting is you. Now, I'm sorry if that offends anybody, but that's the whole point of me being raw and real and honest is is ownership and owning up to things. So whatever trauma it is that brings you to your knees, whatever it is that is stopping you from being able to live with your CPTSD or accomplish your dreams or with your depression is your mindset of the fact that you're fighting yourself. Like, yes, everything in the past did happen to us. All of these shitty things did happen to us. A lot of people had a lot more shitty things than than what I experienced. Like, I've been out on the Reddit subs reading people's stories. The ones that have the warnings, the big red warnings that talk about child sexual assault, personal stories. There's so many people hurting in this world and it's not their fault. But now, now guess what? Now I'm 38. Now guess what? Now we're adults. So now we have to figure out how we can live and process with what we have Because that is our responsibility. And if we can't, if we choose to stay where we are, it's just that. It's a choice. You have to want to be better. And I understand that you can't, you can lead a horse to water, right? So if you don't want to grow or if you don't want to be better, or if you think that you've got it all figured out, then amazing. Thank you for listening to the story. But I really hope that I can help some people. And I really hope that I can attract the type of people that are struggling, like me. I want to attract people like me who need the help. The main point is that you just have to, to thine own self be true, right? Like, you have to, in, in order to do that, you have to own up to who you are. You have to own up to all the things that hurt you. And you have to find a way to process through them, whatever works for you. But you have to keep trying. Because if you're not trying, guess what? You're failing. You're automatically failing. And your story ends there. Written in stone.
So sidebar, I'm going to go, going to go off on a little side note here. I was listening to my episodes because that's what I do. Like I can't just speak it. I have to actually listen to it because there's something about being able to hear yourself. Like that's, that's a pivotal moment. That's when you can have epiphanies. That's when you can have that aha. That's why I'm saying like, you don't have to be public like me. I know a lot of people aren't public and don't want to share their story. That's okay. But you can record yourself talking and you can listen back to yourself talking to yourself. Because there's something about being the outsider, listening in, that gives you some kind of perspective. Just like I highly recommend that if you're ever having an argument with somebody over text message or there's any kind of disagreement going on with somebody over text message, I recommend that you stop arguing and scroll up a little bit and reread the conversation. Because when you can't actually put tone on something or emphasis on something, you take it in whatever frame of mind you want to. And that's where most miscommunication happens. And 99% of arguments are just that, miscommunication, or a need for a clearer communication. So, yeah, I highly recommend rereading your text, especially after a big fight or something that upsets you. And I highly recommend that you record yourself and talk about your trauma and listen. Listen to yourself because it's been extremely helpful for me. So, yeah, back to back to my sidebar. I was listening to my old episodes and. The one where I explain my suicide attempt and I explain um, the things that I'm going through with my divorce right now, it sounds like I come off as anti-addict. And I don't like that because that's not me. That's not who I am. If you are an addict or a recovering addict, please know that I think that you are beautiful. Like you are the most beautiful people on this planet. You've been through some shit. Like, like you've seen some shit and you are my people. Like, I feel like I can connect with you. I feel like I have an addictive personality myself. I feel like you are my people because you never stop working on yourself. You know, just recovering addicts are beautiful souls and I see you. Beautifully broken, but always trying. And thank you just for... There's something about somebody being human. Like, thank you for just admitting that you have flaws, right? That you're not perfect, that you have mistakes, and that you're a human being. Because guess what, people? None of us are perfect. There's not a single person on this planet that is not flawed in their own existence. Like, that is literally what it means to be human. You are going to have your flaws. You're flawed and tortured, but you live one day at a time. And honestly, living one day at a time, like, that to me is beautiful in itself because that's that mindfulness, right? That's where you find gratefulness. That's where you find joy. That's the key to having a happy life is living one day at a time, sometimes one minute at a time, one moment at a time, whatever it takes, like, that's the key to not falling into the sand trap, the mind trip. 
So let me go back and kind of kind of explain what I was actually trying to say I had a problem with when it came to when I would try and communicate with my ex, like what would bring me down and why I had to I had to make massive changes in the foundation because you can only you can only say so many times to somebody like you're hurting me. And if they refuse to acknowledge that they are hurting you and here's the key. Are you ready? Here's the key and apply changed behavior. Not just say, oh, I'm sorry. But apply changed behavior. Then why am I continuing to allow you to hurt me? Like, I have to be a self-respecting person. Like I talked about, you have to be a self-respecting person. You have to act in a self-respecting manner. Because the only way that people disrespect you is when you let them. So my problem in detail, right, with his behaviors or with, let's, I'll, I'll take him out of it, okay? Like my problem with anyone, because this is not an addict thing. Like, let me be clear. When I would say that he would get defensive because I was with an addict, that was wrong phrasing for me to use and listening back. Like, that's not the message I was trying to convey. So my problem is whether you're an addict or not, like as a human being, do not be the type of person that punishes and hurts everyone else around them. Because you're just so armored, right? Like you have those walls so thick. You have those defenses constantly in that defense mode, constantly in that fight or flight mode. So thick that rather to have any kind of accountability or any kind of ownership at all, Rather than to, to search for that nugget of truth or to try to be a communicator or to treat the people that you supposedly love with love and respect, like, but your actions aren't matching. Like, rather than doing that, you're going to hurt the other person. That's your defense mechanism. That's your go-to. That's what you choose to do is hurt the person that you're with over and over and over again. That's not an addict trait. No. That's a defense mechanism. It's a shitty trait that people have, but people of all colors, creeds, all walks of life do it. So that's why that's why I say these things like I'm going to challenge you to search for the nugget of truth in what people say to you. I'm going to challenge you to try and listen when other people talk and be open to change. But like I said, you can lead a horse. And you can only give a person so many chances and still be self-respectable, especially when the actions 
become so disrespectful. Not the words spoken in the middle of a fight, the action spread out over weeks at a time of when we're supposed to be together and you love me. Like, my problem was not being with an addict. I love recovering addicts. They are sincerely some of my favorite people. Like, let's talk about Christopher Titus again. So in the Norman Rockwell is Bleeding stand-up, which is the one that I, you know, watch repeatedly. I did watch a new one last night, his newest one. It was pretty funny. (laughs) But anyway, in Norman Rockwell is Bleeding, he talks about, hey, you you normal people, all you normal people out there, get yourself some fucked up friends. And then he goes on to say, like, really think about it. Like, if you're going to go out and you're going to have a drink with somebody, do you want to go out with, like, an office buddy or a coworker, you know, the normal neighbor on the street? Or do you want to go out with a guy that's handing in his 30-year chip? Because he's got some stories to tell. Like, and, it, and it's so true. Like, normal people have not seen enough in their life. That's what he says. To understand. And they need those messed up people, right, to give them an appreciation. Because that's what recovering addicts have. That's what people with CPTSD and depression and anxiety and mental health issues and, you know, self-harm and bullying and anybody who's seen some shit. That's what we have. We have an appreciation for when your life is not like that anymore. (laughs) Right? You have an appreciation for the little things. Like a home-cooked meal. Or nature. You try to connect deeper with yourself. And love yourself. And it just, like I said, it exudes into everything else around you. There's nothing more beautiful than that. So I'm definitely not anti-addict, anti-recovering alcoholic, anti... I'm I'm definitely not anti-any of that. I'm anti-negative. Anti-negative. Like, I am willing to be loving and accept anybody in my life as long as they can be a positive force. Like, once you start risking my mental state that's when I have to draw a line a boundary and I'm not going to surround myself with people who are not going places because just like when I went on my Primerica stint and tried to sell life insurance from home which I highly recommend if you don't have life insurance that you do get it honestly um Lots of good stories there. But anyway, you have to surround yourself with people who have goals, who have drive, who have motivation. You have to surround yourself with the proper tools and the proper materials for you to be able to get out of your negative headspace. And I can relate this to scripture, right? Jesus cured the blind man, not based on his faith, but on the faith of his friends. The blind man himself had no faith. 
And let's talk about Jesus for a moment. Like, I know this is not meant to be a spiritual podcast at all. I'm definitely not the person to speak on religion. I only know, you know, the what I was exposed to. I haven't done a lot of research outside of my own religion. I'm not trying to tell you what religion to have, anything like that. I just, I have love for all people, all creeds, all religion. I, I have... I have love for for humankind, basically. But Jesus' friends, now that was a group of people, right? Like, who did Jesus choose to hang out with? My brother is telling me about the show on Netflix, and I still haven't watched it, but he chose to hang out with whores. Liars, thieves, drunks, those were his people. You gotta find you gotta find yourself some messed up friends, people. They're the ones who are the purest, the most loving, the most beautiful souls on this planet. And they will remind you why life is worth living. They will remind you of joys and little things and emotions that maybe you don't see in your mundane nine to five. So let's see. What do we talk about? I'm going to wrap this up. We talked about how I have nothing against addicts. We talked about the three things from the Dungeons and Dragons movie. So I'm going to challenge you to apply those those three things to your life. If you stop failing, you fail. You're always able to not do something until you can. And you are only fighting you. Always. You are fighting you. The only way out is through. 